okay. Because I find, I think it's, I'm very anal, but actually I quite like it because it's like... You like anal? <laughs> you forget I edit this. So you <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> David, put your pants on. Anyway, getting back on topic. This, That's the opener. This is <laughs> the, There's the opener. <laughs> Yeah, we are going to edit all that <laughs> yeah. and we're going to talk about what we're talking about. Hello, I'm Luke Spillan. And I'm Chris Allen. And welcome to Doing The Thing, the podcast aiming to unravel social anxiety one thing at a time. Yes, things. Things that might make you feel a little queer. <laughs> you queer? <laughs> one oh, things make you feel a little queer. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a podcast always about boys. It's not a podcast always about boys. In fact, you know, as we uh, realised the other day, heterosexual men are in the minority. We've not had a heterosexual male guest yet. Yeah, I think I'm the only. You are our token. I'm in the minority. Straight dude. For once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's mm. nice. How's that feel? Wow, it's unusual. <laughs> unusual. Well, we'll try and rectify that soon. We'll try and get a straight guy on. Um, does anyone know any? <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> Next. <laughs> My uh, dad. <laughs> I love your dad. Can we get your dad on the podcast? Not the parents' episode. Oh, fuck off. Oh, no. that'd be amazing. Oh, I'm sure our dad, yeah. your dad, and my mum is mom. listening. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, great. Hello, hello, our parents. That'd be a special. That would be very special. Uh, I did it. My dad was like, How do I get the podcast on my phone? Ah, right, He's very okay. good at technology, but I think, you know, the barrier to entry for podcasts is, can be quite high, especially if you are on a, on a non Apple phone. Wouldn't be able to help out. I was like, I don't fucking know. Listen to it on the desktop he's, computer. He's got Spotify. Oh, there we go. So there we go. We love Spotify. Because it's very handy as a segue there to be able to say that we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, apparently, as well. And if you need us to mail you a physical copy, <laughs> we will happily yeah, do that. Pop it, on a, pop it on a pen drive, put it in the post. CD, VHS, Just whatever. send us a £5 postal order <laughs> and a stamped dress envelope. <laughs> We'll I'd love point. to do that. We well, could do like, a podcast about like analog media that you can only get in analog media or something. Oh, that'd be great. I'm sure someone in East London's already side project. That. We should sort of crash onto our guests, shouldn't we? Yes, we should go. Uh, we've had a really good because uh, actually it's quite a long chat. So um, uh, I think it was quite a long one. Really. Yeah, it was a great uh, chat. It's a great chat. Um, we chatted to full disclosure, a lovely friend of mine, uh, David Ames, who uh, is an actor, uh, and you may have seen him in uh, oh I don't know Doctor Who. He's in Planet of the Apes. He's in all sorts of bits and bobs, and uh, he's probably most famous, though, for being dishy Dr. Copeland uh, on uh, on Holby City, uh, which uh, is a British soap opera. Um, but yes, we chatted to David about, about weight and body image, which uh, was very interesting. I, when I left university, there was just a massive kind of shift uh, within me. I came out. Uh, around the same time, mm. um, there was kind of an identity crisis, and I, I suddenly was out into the world of, you know, after being in uh, academia for so long, mm. I came out of secondary school, you know, went straight into college, from college straight to university. When that kind of hit, I just kind of went, well, who do I want to be? What do I want to mm. look like? How do I want to be? And um, obviously part and parcel of that is sort of the physicalization of that and mm. I felt that I I was uncomfortable with my weight um, and it wasn't just in an aesthetic way it was also in a fitness way um, I was about I was nearing 16 stone really mm. and then I went okay let's shrink um, so 14 months I lost 5 stone wow um, 
which was like like a good time because my body was kind of still all changing just about. I was just yeah. 21 and I was like, and then everything just sort of sorted. So I didn't have lots of like excess skin. <laughs> <laughs> I had the operation. <laughs> and they made a new me. <laughs> oh, that's Donated my skin to yeah. burn victims or something. <laughs> Here you go, guys. Oh. You are welcome. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I thought we almost very almost there sensitively handled the subject of body dysmorphia but we managed to really really bring it back Um, bring it it right down at the end of the day this is in the comedy podcast section not in the self-help category well there you go you know if you get any help from it as people sometimes do that's lovely yeah Yeah. and that's that's very much secondary so I suddenly just became conscious of that as well sort of in a health way in a fitness way and I thought okay I would quite like to try and start becoming more conscious of that Mm. Um, so I joined the gym um, and started going. I was still too terrified to go into the weight section. I was going to say, what was that like? Because oh. that's a that is a big thing. For oh people. yeah, like going into the gym. People yeah. have sent us things about going to the gym. I I used to go to the gym and I used to just go and watch. So I'd go in the morning and go and watch. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so I go and just sit is there. there. Viewing gallery? I didn't know. Uh, With just... my cheese toasties <laughs> and my beer, and I just sit there and, and watch. Um, and the that, weight mate. just dropped off. <laughs> You <laughs> furious masturbation. <laughs> I have one really heavily built right arm. Oh. Um, I've never been into a gym. I didn't know there was a corner where we do that. That's, uh, exactly. never been to a gym <laughs> It's one of those one-way mirrors. It's wow. just a row of oh. seats behind. Yeah. 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 Very yeah. sticky. The working machines or the viewing gallery. Uh, but, um, yeah, so no, anyway. I, so anyway, no, I, I just started uh, going and I would use the cross trainer and I would do lots of um, sort of aerobic um, uh, kind of stuff, lots of cardio um, and so cross trainer a good way to ease your way into the gym it's not like a this is totally, yeah. this is totally, yeah. I've, I've done, I did exactly the same thing yeah. I started um, mine was a drama school because I had to do a part where I was going to be in my pants in my final show yeah. and I was like oh fuck oh, I have to be in my pants yeah that terrifying um, so then I was like yeah I went down the gym and I started using the cross trainer yeah. and then then that graduated into treadmills mm-hmm. and then that graduated into running yeah. and enjoying running on the street which I never thought I would ever do mm. as like a kid who would get borderline asthmatic from mm. like yeah. a run for the bus or something and it's kind of it's really and you can sort of it's those baby steps together it took me a long time to get into the weights room as well Start, you know started using the machine weight so yeah. like you know mm. sit down put things together push things up you <laughs> yeah know. exactly got a nice seat exactly. don't have to know you what you're like doing felt like I was in a one man right. band yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stick van dyke yeah, yeah exactly yeah, there's only one thing you can do with it they've written it on a little label and stuck it to and the I side I still can't read them sometimes oh. I look at them and I'm there trying to adjust my body to try and look like the stick man on yeah. the thing and push kind of contorting you know yeah. Um, Bring um, your pelvis up exactly. to your chin. Exactly, I'm folded up like a like a broken deck chair, and I'm going. I don't think this is right. Um, so, <laughs> yes, no cross trainer, and then I sort of slowly just sort of uh, graduated through there, and mm. then. Um, but I mean, running. I I was the same as you with running. Mm. I absolutely bloody hated it. Mm. The idea. I mean, uh, you know, doing it cross. If they, the words cross country when I was in secondary school <laughs> was just like oh, I used to purposely hang back with my asthmatic friends because I because so I'm just looking after him. Just, <laughs> oh, he's getting breathless. Oh, and I so don't want him to be on his own because yeah. I'm there. Literally, I've got a stitch. I'm kind of oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. wheezing myself, oh. and I'm not even asthmatic. Um, That's so, right. You would have been helping me and Chris, who were both the yeah. asthmatic people <laughs> at the back, going, oh, he's like, so, I'm nice. Them. I'm so nice of him." <laughs> I'm like, shut up. Where's more? Where's more? <laughs> <laughs> Got to carry him back. Yeah, no, I would do anything to get out of stuff like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I loathed yeah. it. But mm. then in 2000 and 
10, my family, we lost my Auntie Sue to breast cancer, unfortunately. Um, and I was very much in London at the time and, and felt very separate from my family. That was sort of during that. I obviously visited and saw her, but um, felt like I wasn't part of that. So uh, the beginning of uh, 2011, I spur of the moment on like the 3rd of January, signed up to do the Brighton Marathon. And oh went right. God. I'm gonna. Wow. I'm gonna do something which is gonna completely push me out of my comfort zone, wow. and run <laughs> for as long as I've ever run before. <laughs> um, and it was incredible because I found that I do enjoy running. How long I, was that? To, that, that <clears throat> what's the window between? So you start. You signed up on January the third, and when was and that it was running? April, mid-April. Oh God, so I gave myself months. minimal time. God, that really is yeah. doing the thing, isn't it? So yeah. give yourself something to just oh, go. I've got to do this on this day. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's and I mean, most people train for about sort of gradually over nine months or so. Yeah. This was just very much probably wasn't recommended to be honest, yeah. but um, but yeah, I just I just went and did it, and I realised that actually find a nice playlist um, on my on my phone, and I would just go, and then I sort of get into a rhythm, and then I was like, ah, okay, I enjoy this, yeah, um, and that was that, and now yeah. so enjoyed the routine of starting yeah. to like there was a routine of like running, and that was <clears throat> yeah. Enjoyable. I mean, when I actually did the marathon, a lot of people listen to music um, when they do it, but I actually went without music, without anything. Really, yeah, oh. just did it. So literally, it was just me and my own thoughts. Just for hearing yourself, best part of five hours or so, just oh. slogging around Brighton. That's really interesting because wow. when I, I I did London marathon as well. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. But I built up. How did you do that? Unlike David, I built up to it. (laughs) I did. I I started. I went the cross trainer and running, and then running around. Then Mm -hmm. a mate convinced me to do a 10k for like testicular cancer in Victoria Park. Did that. Well, that was fun, you know. Then someone was like, "Well, half marathon. Okay, did the Royal Parks half marathon. Yeah, yeah. very nice." And then. and then it was like, oh, go in the ballot for London. Then I won't get it. Oh, fuck, I've got it. All oh, right. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Unfortunately, my lovely mate Deb um, had done it before and he was doing it the same year. And so he helped me do the training on Sundays oh. and stuff. But I didn't give up booze. No, um, But uh, I always, when I run, and mm. even when I run in the gym, it's always like podcasts and shit like that. I can't be alone with my own thoughts. No. Oh, no. Really. <laughs> I can't. I just, no, can't, I just can't do it. Um, no, it, wow. I find there are still times now where I'll kind of go, do I want music? Do I not? Um, mm-hmm. And then I'll just be like, right, okay. You know, I mean, living so near to the uh, Hampstead Heath is really lovely because that's... Don't tell people where you live, David. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only near to the Heath. Okay. Yeah, I'm not like, you know, I'm not giving postcodes. Um, <laughs> We're in a house in the middle of Hampstead Heath. <laughs> yeah. for, anyone, for anyone listening. It's a shack. It's, I, it's a, it's that a one house that the people that a stately home? Yeah. In the middle. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where David one lives. One of the loops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't realise it was one of these kinds yeah. of things. The Daily Mirror would be the one Just ignore it if the doorbell goes. There's a special knock. I love these little tiny circular windows. I know, got. I know. They're fabulous. Just pop my eye up. Exactly. Like a fish island. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, what the fuck <laughs> is that? What, what's that coming oh, towards my me? eye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love the glory hole the radio playing. <laughs> oh, wow. What is that? Oh, my eye. <laughs> And there's the police. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Quick, they're on to us. Into the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this listening experience is... Oh, I hope we've painted a picture there. Yeah. Have we well, opened the episode with that? Thanks to Beth. the Hampstead Constabulary for that one. Indeed, um, indeed. But who, now, heading, heading, came sort of into the park. heading back onto your yes. sort of subject of... Um, uh, 
I suppose, like sort of body dysmorphia mm. and fat mm. and, uh, you know, um, I would absolutely say, I mean, I've never been diagnosed as having body dysmorphia, but I, I definitely think it's it's something I am aware that I probably do mm. have just through growing up as sort of a tubby teenager and and uh, then obviously, like I say, gained weight at university. And now I'm, I know I'm not fat so to speak but I'm very body conscious and yeah. um, mm. for me it's it's more about a feeling sometimes you know you just kind of wake up and you just feel you know I'll, I'll be like right I'm having a fat day yeah. it's, it's, I mm. just feel I feel slovenly I just feel um, just a bit gross and then you know and uh, I, I go through uh, sort of stages of hitting the gym really hard and then I'll just sort of go oh okay I've got into okay shape now then I just slowly creep mm. back again and again, and then I go right. Okay, do it again, mm. and then I go back. I'm, I need to kind of find that middle ground mm. where I can go to the gym a couple of times a week and balance that with yeah. sort of re- fairly healthy eating and you know booze, obviously. Um, Gotta have know. a fun life. Well, Gotta have a fun life. I kind of wanted. Mm. I, you know, I've always said I wanted the gym to sort of facilitate doing the things that I love doing. Mm. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to spend my whole life eating brown rice, broccoli and chicken. <laughs> Fuck me. Drinking no. Water. Drinking, uh, yeah, exactly. You know, having my one vodka and soda for the evening before having to go home because I'm up at the crack of dawn to go to the gym. That's not me and mm. it will never be me and I just, I'm okay with that. Yeah. <clears throat> so do you find you get a comfortable space where you're kind of not being like, okay, I need to lose weight or you're not, you're not losing weight. Do you find a happy medium or you're either kind of either ends of the spectrum and I, just like, I've started I mean, I, or I've I do fluctuate. Um, I, yeah, I don't think I've ever found the happy medium at all. And I mean, yeah. I, I can see it when I, you know, when I, when I watch back on the TV show, um, I, I will look at myself and, I know at the end of last year I was going through a bit of a tough personal time. Um, so I, when I get a bit stressed or I get a bit anxious, mm. um, the weight tends to just drop off naturally. Oh, really? Um, oh. Because I, I'm, uh, when I get a bit sort of anxious or stressed, I do the opposite of most people, which is I don't comfort eat. I just, I, I have no appetite. Oh, so wow, I am eating and I'm functional. Well. And I, you know, it's not sort of an eating disorder, so oh. to speak. But I just find that my appetite is so much less. Yeah. Um, so naturally, I got sort of slightly thinner around uh, sort of November, December time last year. Um, and then come sort of January, February, when those episodes were then aired, mm. I was able to go, oh, Oh, I definitely look thinner there. You know, I could see it in my face. I could see it just in my physicality. I was just like, oh. That must be weird seeing yourself on a, on a short delay of like yeah. a couple of months. Yeah. It's yeah. just time delay on a mirror. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it can be, yeah, but it, it, it's, when I, I mean, I I don't watch all of the episodes, um, but I try to sort of, you know, watch some of them um, and, and just kind of, yeah, I, you know, to observe, obviously my other cast, um, uh, members and big storylines and things like that um, but yeah you do it's very difficult when you're so self-critical mm, <laughs> to sit and watch an hour's worth of, <clears throat> of of you at different angles and you know sometimes you go oh god I looked hideous there other times you go oh that was quite nicely lit that was good <laughs> yeah, yeah. thank you very yeah, much to the DOP <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, that fiver <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> So yeah, those wrap drink, <laughs> that wrap drink I bought in that beer uh, stood me in good stead. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it is. It can be very strange to sort of see that. 
I think it, I think a lot of the dysmorphia thing as well, speaking from personal experience and the experience of my partner as well, who has written a lot about this, and he said I could talk about it if I plugged his website, which is ChrisJonesGeek.com. Um, <laughs> he sounds lovely. We should have him on. We should have him. No, we should have him on. <laughs> I should have had one of those American very quick disclaimers after. Saying that <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at this website, Michael's. Michael's way to go down as well yeah. as up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's written a lot about body dysmorphia because he's someone mm. who discovered the gym when he was 15 mm. and her sort of like, and he blames wrestlers and a lot of those mm. um, male uh, role models he had when he was a child to so cartoon characters and like comic book characters. He was really into Marvel and um, yeah. all of those guys. And and your WWE, you know, big lads. Yeah. Um, sound like, sound like his dad explaining all the things he likes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes uh, yes <laughs> you're like moving on yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah and uh, he's uh, yeah and uh, yeah those big lads but no he's. Uh, I think he had his sexual awakening to uh, he's going to shout at me I think it might have been a Kurt Angle biography he was very upset, like one of them one of these big lads right, right. right. The, the, the internal cover pictures the spread of pictures oh, right, biography okay. and autobiography were quite quite the thing oh. back in the days before the internet you know mm. before you could go on biglads.net yeah. uh, and get it on <laughs> like um, you pretended to not know the URL <laughs> you're like dot dot net net <laughs> <laughs> who knows <laughs> dot biz <laughs> oh, I'm going to put a link, link to biglads.net in, oh, no. in the episode and notes. hope for the best and hope for the best <laughs> I'm not going to click who it knows? Sidebar, my mum in, in WhatsApp messages keeps yeah. typing lots of love dot XXX and she doesn't leave a space between the full stop and she goes, why is it sending you? So every time it senses a link oh, no. in yeah, WhatsApp, yeah. it turns yeah. it into an actual link. It tries to look up the website oh, and send no. you it as a link in a little bubble. So, you're so she's like, of... why is it doing porn? Is it doing spam? I had to explain to her that. <laughs> Because she has a space between three kisses and the full stop. Thought she was looking up the website love.xxx. Oh dear. Thanks, Mum. Excellent. Excellent. There's nothing quite like your mum sending you links to porn. Yeah. Yeah. See you at Pride.xxx. See you later, Mum. Love the big lads. Say hello to dad. Oh, oh, no. No. Dad sends his love. Oh, no. 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 Abort. Abort. Oh, anyway, so uh, Chris discovered the gym at 15, but for him, I think it's, um, I mean, it is obviously a physical thing as well, obviously, but it's so much is deeply psychological. I think Absolutely. because of those images you see and wanting, I think, when, especially when you're gay, is that kind of odd, and I'm sure this applies to you as well, that odd nexus of like both, I want to be him and I want to fuck him. Like, it's kind of like, you don't quite know whether you... You know, yeah. is that I want to be like that mm. or I want to be with that kind of yeah. mm. uh, complicated uh, yeah. thing? He likes big lads, ended up with me. <laughs> Do you want to be him or be in him? <laughs> I'm conf- yeah. Ooh. Um, <laughs> post, but from column A. <laughs> a little bit from column B. But he's, uh, and, and I think I find that certainly is like I have the same thing as you that if I've not been to the gym for a couple of days, and like, so last night mm. uh, we went out with the lovely guys from across the road, had a couple of beers. And didn't go to the gym this morning, and I feel like fucking free willy today. Really? But I know deep down that's mainly bullshit. Mm. I'm not really any different how I was yesterday. Might wake up with a bit of the beer shits, bloats, you know. Yeah. But that's kind of gone by mm. lunchtime, and you're fine. But it's still that kind of psychological thing I find really, uh, you know, 
persistent and invasive. It does. I think when you get into a routine, <clears throat> and I kind of try to put myself into this, uh, into those routines, because you then start to feel naturally guilty when you don't go, and when you're not combating the lifestyle choices that you're making. Mm-hmm. So, I had a friend's birthday last night. And we went for dinner at the Oxo Tower and, um, you know, I had the three-course meal, okay. plenty of cocktails, wine with dinner. Um, so I woke up this morning and <laughs> had, had my usual <clears throat> sort of pseudo-hangover cocktail of a Solpidine, a Barocca and a Dioralite all in the same. Oh, and, oh I know. We call I'm, it the I'm passing on trade secrets. We call it the aim. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but it, genuinely, within 20 minutes, it just knocks any kind of hangover out of you. Oh, um, wow. So I had that and I was like, right, okay, I'm good to go now. Um, but I had a lot of like life admin and stuff to do today. So I kind of got into doing that and then decided I'd go to the gym just before seeing you guys this mm. evening. Again, I, I got there. Got back on the horse. It's always the, it's always the getting to the gym for oh. me. It's always oh, the actual yeah. fucking trek there. You know, I mean, I'd love to have a gym closer so I could just like literally roll out. Um, <laughs> that's an interesting point as well. And a good tip for anyone, we should be useful here. Yeah. No. I find one of my useful things for going to the gym is an, a recording app. Some people do it in books. That's a bit old fashioned, but I have an app. Oh, to record stuff in? To record stuff I thought you meant you were recording okay. yourself at the gym. I was no, like, I do that sometimes. Right, you know, okay. For, I've seen your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I've got you. For the ground. Well, literally the shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Particularly bad protein oh, fast. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, sometimes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, there's nothing quite no. like going into a, oh, a gym, gym and going into the no. gents' changing oh, no. rooms. And to all those listening <laughs> to this who go to the gym and enjoy their morning poo, don't be that go person. in your own fucking toilet, <laughs> please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Sensible advice. And, and get an app to record your reps. I enjoy the completeness of it and you can see your progression. See, that's I kind of that. what I need to do. I get it's, that. It's good. I totally get that. Because that's because I don't, I'm, as somebody who doesn't go to the gym, terrified of going to the gym, can't. I will do it one day, probably because of this bloody podcast. Probably because you're about to hit 30. Uh, also that. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you but start I, to solidify at that point. Yeah, well, I'm feeling it now. But you, I, I cycle a lot. I, I do a lot of cycling now and the reason I love cycling is because I've got an app and the oh. app is amazing because like as someone who just you know rents bikes and stuff like that but like you cycle on a bit of high park on the way I cycle on a bit of high park on the way and then you're cycling along and you're like oh, I've looked on the app and it's told me that along this stretch that's the time to do to be so oh. as a competitive person I'm like well I've got to beat all the other people who cycle along here and yeah. also you have to beat yourself that's the sort you'll of thing be, that you'll gets be doing me. cycling races soon you'll yeah, buy a bike and you're going to be a that's the sort of thing that gets me to do it like I'm, I'm an, in awe of the fact that you've gone I'm going to do a marathon on that day I have to like ease my way in and with little things like that like competitiveness and like tiny like it's knowing yourself is it knowing those levers that work for yeah, you yeah but to I be just, able to like, just, actually do I the thing I was just sat on my, my laptop and I just went do it do it now because you're back out and I just had the I just went right there you go done and as soon as I did it, I was like, oh, oh shit. I've done it. Yeah, wow. You know, but I put the, the sort of the sponsorship details on Twitter and just therefore started Declare getting it. money already. Yeah, yeah So yeah. within three hours, I already had Got to do it money. Now. And I was like, oh, shit, now I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. And now you're accountable. But that's the thing. It's yeah. like knowing your levers. So it's like if by making yourself yeah. accountable mm. and actually by, and by throwing yourself yeah. into it is the only way you're going to do it, then that's great. Well, I find yeah. that having a PT helps when I'm at the gym as well. I'm, mm. I'm, I've got a meeting with a new PT on Friday. And I know that that helps me because okay, they, yeah. they give me routine. Uh, they make me do sort of a heavier weights than I would naturally do myself. You know, you kind mm. of doing it yourself. You're like, oh, no, I can't quite do that. Where yeah, they'd be like, no, yeah. you can do that. Come on. And then you try harder. And then so that's what I'm trying to do at the moment. I'm just trying to sort of lock myself back into a routine and, and push myself a little bit harder with it. Mm. Um, 
just because vanity, really. Um, but personal vanity. Personal vanity. Yeah. I just want to look good naked. Oh, Who doesn't? Come on. Seriously. Are we, let's be, let's call it what it is. Every, as much as we love to say, and I do agree, there is an element of fitness there. Mm. We just don't want to look like no, a, a, like a sack of... Ricotta. Yeah. That's what because I think. That is it. That is, that's, I take the, because that's the moment. But yeah, you don't, I don't, you know, I don't catch myself in the mirror at work or out and about where I'm like, oh, you know, actually you yeah. do, you do do that. You're like, oh God, this shirt is awful or whatever. Ooh. But like, it is when you look in the mirror and you're naked and you go, oh my God. Like that's when I'm like, why have I eaten so much pasta this week? Like, yeah. I look like I've got a rucksack on my tummy. <laughs> <laughs> I look like I'm wearing a Oh, I'm a wearing rucksack. a bum bag. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. not. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. I mean, you know, there's times where, you know, you get kind of getting down to it with someone and you kind of catch a glimpse of yourself in the oh, mirror. And I yeah. just, I, it's like that scene from uh, the first Batman movie where he smashes the line. Down. You know, I feel like just like picking up a shoe and knocking all of the light bulbs out of my bedroom and maniacally laughing for about 10 minutes. Uh, it's just, yeah. never, ever, ever want to see yourself having sex. No. no. And that's the other thing. You're not lit well, usually. No. No one's put makeup on you. <laughs> well, as I'm getting older, as you can see, I, I tend to have a lot of lamps on. So there's never any overhead lighting. I'm like Blanche Dubois. I was going to say, all right, Mr. Dubois. Yeah, exactly. I just wander around throwing voile over any kind of naked bowl. Uh, and look at this paper lantern. Oh. Enjoy. Uh, I don't know about those dry ice as we exactly. came in. <laughs> exactly. It's like a Bonnie Tyler video. Yeah, it was um, great. <laughs> just very dimly lit in the corner, like, don't come to the place. <laughs> While we're creating this magic. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my I do God. declare. Oh, oh, that's, but that's like, isn't that like the big thing? It's yeah. It's like, you know, mm. no one wants to look fucking hideous naked or feel hideous mm. naked. And, and I think a lot of it is about how you feel. Definitely for me. I, you know, it's very much psychological. And, uh, you know, I, I've had so many of my friends go, oh, for fuck's sake, what's wrong with you? Of course, you're not fat or anything. But mm. if you've got that in your head, if you mm. feel like that, if you spent a large portion of your sort of formative years feeling a little uncomfortable with that you know constantly sort of I, you know whenever I went around to a friend's I know I'd always find the cushion on the sofa to just place over my lap and stuff like that mm. just because I was a little self-conscious mm. about it you know I, I placed the cushion there to rest the pizza on that I was eating whilst watching the movie um, so do you know what I, I mean like, so I feel like I need to self-consciously rearrange my t-shirt to hang around my little my pizza your pouch. bum bag <laughs> my bum bag oh. so um, um, but no every summer what I was going to say every summer I go or every summer mm. the summers for the last couple years have gone this summer I will be able to take my t-shirt off in the park and feel comfortable yeah. and I oh. haven't got there yet wow um, and that's the thing like I, I going on holiday in September go to Lanzarote all yep. in can't wait but it's um, I'm a bit like oh being swimming topless pool. and yeah swimming pools for me pool. yeah yeah swimming pools for me I went through a period where I just I remember when I was like a teenager and I it was the first time I'd like got a bit I was a bit chubby mm. I felt chubby yeah. and it was weird and I remember just being like you know I'm going to wear this t-shirt no matter what yeah. and you're like why are you taking that t-shirt off like, I, I just like wearing it it's I just remember, that weird awkward age and you're like swimming lessons at school to... I remember distinctly oh, so when I climb out and stand on the edge of the pool crossing my arms oh, over yeah. my moves yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you see but the th- thing is when you do that you tend to create more of a cleavage <laughs> I've noticed I didn't realise I did I that as a kid and I, I'd be on, like yeah. I'd be like yeah. trying to hide them but I realised I created like an actual yeah. cleavage and yeah. I'd, I'd look down and be like oh shit I've done the opposite this is yeah. <laughs> putting yeah. your arms yeah. as far behind yeah. you as you possibly can <laughs> but yeah mm. swimming I love swimming I used to love swimming but so now I hate, I hate it because I, I feel like at my biggest at the moment that's made me really self-conscious yeah. lately because I just got in the last five years I'm just like I'm now working in an office and mm. I don't 
go to a gym. So I've just like started putting on weight. I'm getting towards 30. My body's just doing that You're thing. You're happily married now as well. That's and the... starting to get a bit old and boring and like, you oh, know, it's like oh. in a good way. I love it. Uh, Chris but and I, like, that's what, but when Chris and I moved in together, we got the, the, the settling spreads where right. oh, yeah. for the first year we right. were moving in together, we got, yeah, yeah. we got bigger and yeah. then we had to sort it out. Because uh, that's you, where you go to the gym together all the time now. We, don't go to, we do happy go to the gym together, but you get happy, happy fat. fat. You get happy fat mm. because you like cooking for each other, mm. and you know you know that you've locked one down. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've locked a human being down. Yeah. And you're like yeah. you're yeah. mine now. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Don't need to worry. <laughs> Should we have cake for dinner? Yes. <laughs> Followed by cake. More yeah, cake. more cake. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> we can eat whatever the fuck we want. Going right. back to this whole sort of subject, so yeah. I, I thought it was thinking of a good point. Uh, so mm. back in. 2000. So I joined Holby in 2013, and at the beginning of the year, um, uh, 2014, I spoke to my friend Dor, and I said, "Look, Dor, why don't we go away on holiday somewhere? That'd be amazing. Let's go." And because we had both sort of for a while not had sort of very stable jobs, and you know, then suddenly we were sort of in good jobs, enjoying what we're doing, earning. Um, uh, a great deal more and we were like we can you know we can afford to do this now mm. so we booked to go to Thailand and we booked two week, a two week holiday and we said right then let's give ourselves a challenge let's get PTs and join gyms and do what we need to do because we're going to Instagram the fuck out of this holiday because it's the first first time we've been away great both yeah. of us and had a two week proper holiday the other side of the world yeah. um, in somewhere we've never been mm. So that was our challenge. So that we went on holiday at the sort of midway through April. So from January to April, I was seeing a PT about three times a week. And I was going and, go, and it really, really hit it. And um, I really started to notice the difference. And it, mm. it absolutely changes. You know, I gave up caffeine, I, um, which I noticed made a difference to me, both sort of in waking up in the morning and just sort of physically... Um, I, I still ate sort of, you know, certain sort of bad foods. I didn't give up, you know, I wasn't dieting, you know, really, um, sort of regimentally. Mm. I, I just kind of was avoiding certain things and I just make slightly healthier choices. Um, still drinking, still mm. doing all of that. But when it got to the holiday, I felt more comfortable than I have felt in a very long time mm. in being photographed in a pair of Speedos. Right. And um, consequently, on sort of the second to last night when I was in Thailand, um, uh, a good friend of yours and friend of mine uh, contacted me, who was the editor of Gay Times oh. at the time, and said, hey, would you like to do a photo shoot with us? And I was like, wow, what the fuck? Like this, this to, you know, the 16 stone sort yeah, of fat yeah, kid yeah. who just finished uni was suddenly like, what? Yeah. Because they said it would be a 10 page photo shoot interview and you'd be on the cover. And I was like, on the fucking cover of a magazine. Like, oh, honestly, my, I was like that. Like, oh my, my head span. I was yeah, just like, wow. this is insane. Yeah. So it was a real kind of, it was very sort of multi-layered in what I was thinking at the time because I suddenly sort of went, I was very proud of the sort of the fitness and everything and and, and um, all of that. But then also at the same time, as grateful as I am to go times for that opportunity and and sort of ticking something off the bucket list and going, oh my God, I was on yeah, the front of cover of a global yeah. gay magazine. You know, how, how wonderful is that? Um, I did think to myself, but it was only because I got into a that. certain shape mm. that everyone else aspires yeah. to be 
that that opportunity was afforded mm-hmm. to me at mm-hmm. that particular point. Mm-hmm. I think they're slightly changing now. I think people are becoming um, less not fat shaming, but uh, there's there is um, a, a more of an embrace of every different shape and yeah. size. We're trying to yeah. celebrate that more yeah. and we're trying to be less sort of prescriptive with, with what should be on the cover of a magazine and what shouldn't be on the cover of a magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this particular point, yeah, I, I, it was kind of, it, it was just tinged with a little bit of, ah, but I had to kind of go yeah. through that and get into that shape to be considered for that. Yeah. But it's also interesting because... Because you, I was in my pants on the... But you, 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 yeah, so I was yeah, in literally was, a pair of pants. <laughs> so uh, that was a, a, like a big fucking scary amazing. thing. Amazing. That was the orange yeah. yeah, that pair of orange yeah. high top. Well, you yeah. got that one on your wall, have you? There. Oh, that is in my... That's my wank bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting that, like, just as a counter to that, though, I totally get what you're saying, but is it also that because you felt comfortable mm. in that shape, you put yourself out there and people considered you. Because I think you've always I think been absolutely. considered a yeah. handsome man, yes. and, you know, yeah, yeah, with yeah. his shirt on, you yeah. know. Absolutely. So it's interesting, isn't it? It's like absolutely, because I think you, you kind without of put, having that PT and maybe yeah. just being as comfortable and as confident because I, I as you was, were. I was I hopefully kind yeah. of exuding that kind of confidence. Yeah. So I think it's absolutely it's that weird, too. Isn't it? it's, it, it's, I mean, I'm not saying any of this is, is, is in any kind of negative way. Um, but towards you know towards gay times or the publication Ooh. or anything like that because because you know it was an incredible opportunity and I loved it, but it it, it did make me kind of think in a very broad way mm. about the industry, yeah. about um, sort of specifically gay magazines, um, and uh, and about what is sort of considered something that should go on the cover yeah. of a magazine or should be you know talked about and celebrated within the magazine as well, um, and it, it it just kind of opened up sort of certain. Uh, dialogue and certain mm. debate about that which I think is interesting which oh is, yeah you, you don't want to be I guess you know without putting too fine a point on it you don't want to be part of the problem mm. you know you don't want the yeah. little fat kids in Hampshire you know looking closeted at that, looking saying, up at oh, well, WH Smith yeah. and being like oh yeah. I wish I looked like that guy yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm never going to look like that guy yeah um, so that so I guess the message is kids you can <laughs> well there you go I mean you I did know. discuss it in the interview that um that it was it was something that was quite a big deal for me. And mm-hmm. I sort of mentioned the weight thing and stuff like that. So you know, it's something that's always been sort of uh, sort of attached to me in that way. Mm-hmm. I'm always quite open about talking about it as well to people. And if mm-hmm. anyone ever sort of talks about uh, having sort of problems with sort of image or anything like that, you know, I occasionally get people around the time I did as well talking to me through things like Instagram and mm-hmm. Twitter and stuff, and sort of saying. I, you know, I used to have a similar problem. I'm, how did you find you got back into it? How did you do this? And, mm-hmm. and, um, and yeah, I'm always sort of up for anyone ever sort of talking about that kind of thing. So what did you think of Chat with David? It's really nice. It was really lovely, wasn't it? That, that whole point about confidence, mm-hmm. I think is really important because is it actually, you know, the, the reason he got that Gay Times cover shoot, is it, is it, you know, from their point of view, is it because he's young and slim or actually is it because he had that confidence? Yeah. I think that's in that. I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's the it's finding your body confidence, and whether mm. that is um, uh, losing weight, whether that's having abs, whether it's getting arms, whether you know, whatever your sort of goal is, it's yeah. finding your confidence and your healthy, happy place rather yeah. than necessarily subscribing to a certain aesthetic type. Yes, absolutely. You don't um, have to be, you know, a no. thin thing. It's nothing to do with that. It's t- like recently, I've been quite happy with my weight but then I see a picture of something at a gig and I'm just like oh man and then it knocks you down but actually I've been quite confident and happy mm. so why should that stop me I'll why should what, that make me and I'll tell you what half that is posture 
Yeah. Oh, posture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit, I sit like a stack of spuds and sometimes yeah. I see pictures of myself and I'm like, if only I actually sort of unlocked my knees and, and stood a little better, <laughs> rotated my pelvic bowl oh, forward really? and tucked my tummy in a little bit more, oh. which is supposed to do. Um, mm-hmm. But again, that's body confidence, isn't it? Isn't it? It's like yeah, just being posture and being unconfident about mm-hmm. your body. And I think for me, that was, I loved our chat with David. That was the most important. When he said that at the end, it, just, it all kind of clicked. This is a few years ago. I think things have changed and really... You, gladly things have come along yeah. you know you've got so many people now who just draw like you know Jamila Jamil who brings all uh, this stuff to the forefront of just being Jamila our, our queen, queen yeah. our queen uh, you know if she brings all this stuff to the forefront of actually has that shifted it and you know would that would that you know is the landscape mm. the same as when David I can't remember what like, year it was but when he got asked to do that yeah it's like, oh gosh it's a couple of few years ago now but I think it's also just yeah you're, you're completely right I think there is now we're seeing a diversity of body shapes out there it's still very sort of you know you still have this very sort of men's health approach right yeah um, but the um, no I I think we are fortunately as you say moving into a better sort of more uh diverse world where actually yeah you do have people and certainly in the media as well you have examples of people who are more body confident mm. in different shapes so Jamila Jamil's one but they'd also be like you know Rebel Wilson for example yeah yeah but I'm always disappointed to see that she's playing sort of like the funny fat character right yeah yeah, yeah. Right? so like the Cats trailer's just come out and everyone's gone mental about that yes because she's like falling she, over or something like, yeah. so it's Rebel Wilson being the funny fat character yes of course um, yeah and that yeah, is I do find that a bit of a shame yeah. as, as a stereotype yeah. still but still, you can't fault her for being body confident as who she is yeah, in, her, yeah. in her real and personal life, I think. What also, I want to ask you about this. We haven't planned this chat. So what, what about, I know that you said you took some nice photos recently <laughs> with your lovely friend James Barnett, <laughs> the wonderful did. James. Wonderful James. How does that, how does stuff like that feel? To, to expl- should we explain? Yeah. These photos, you're wearing nothing, right? Uh, or you're wearing something. Um, so my lovely friend James is a very, very talented photographer. Mm. Uh, you should follow him at Make Me At Offer. Make Me At Offer yeah. on Instagram. He also makes great um, trailers. He, he's made some great trailers for us at work as well, but he's a, he's a very talented photographer. And um, uh, he's done two sessions of taking photos of me, mm. and some of them have been in the nude. Mm. And But then, like I explained to my other half, the th- I don't have a problem dropping my trousers. I have far more <laughs> well, of a problem. The, that's the trailer for this one. <laughs> <laughs> I have far more of a problem taking my t-shirt off than I do taking my pants off. Mm. I've got okay. no problem with what with what the Lord gave me down. So that's suggesting to me you're confident. You're confident with one area of the body. Mm-hmm. Not so confident with my my head is fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and below the waist is fine. Okay, everything in between is my problem zone. But you know, I've no problem. Take my trousers off, take my pants off. That's fine. Recorded. It's the... Banked. But no, that's... Uh, so, so oh, I shouldn't like, mention, Chris is not wearing any trousers, by I'm the way. I'm not wearing any trousers now. <laughs> I am behind a desk, so it's all right. Um, it's Luke eats his chowder and up What an image we're creating. <laughs> Me eating my soup, you just wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> Crop top. That, oh yeah, that's it. Nude from the waist down. Mm. Um... And it's interesting, and certain ones come back and I go, oh, I look nice and that, and other ones come back and I go, oh my God. <laughs> okay. I just look like spuds. Um, um, just look like a big bag of, like, mozzarella oh that's no. been dropped in a barber's shop um, and kind of got all hairy on the floor. <laughs> so You don't look like that. I've seen you, photos. You, you look wait, great. You wait. Was oh, there more coming? <laughs> you, you haven't seen the ones I won't post. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. oh. Um, Do we see the potato? <laughs> Away from my potatoes. <laughs> um, you don't know how to cook them. <laughs> oh, God. No, not well, the tiny ones that you gave me. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even drunk. 
it's our lunch, lunch break at work. Oh no! Um, and the last thing our day was into that mm. I really loved was um, was the kind of giving yourself the deadline. That I love. That I really love. Mm. You know, not nothing to do again with the sort of weight or size, but actually just his determination to go to to hear people who go. Oh, I just signed up to the marathon. But and it's I, like but, I can't run for a bus. Like you know, I'm you know, we were talking about you know being that asthmatic when you were a kid, and yeah. I'm I'm still that guy. I've never jogged in my life because I'm still terrified to do it. Maybe I'll set myself some form of mm. goal. I know a lot of people do. What is it? The catch to five k. Oh yeah, that's a really accessible one. And it's like people who can just decide those things. Mm. I'm, I'm so mm. in awe of them. And so for David to say like I just decided to run a marathon. Obviously, there was a lot of kind of, um, you know, emotional reasons why he did that as well. Like, yeah. That kind of spurs you on. But I, it just, it makes me think like, what's, you know, what, what can I do to scare myself to be like, you know, what's my, you know, we talk about lot, doing lots of little things, but actually that's a huge thing, I thought. Like, you know, you could just talk about that in itself. No, and I think, I think you know, going back to it as a technique, it is definitely one of the techniques for doing, doing the thing. thing. Yeah, is yeah. Setting yourself a, an achievable, mm-hmm. but sort of, what we'd call in business terms a stretch target yeah, yeah exactly um, yeah. where it's you know it's sort of like something that is 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 currently beyond your capabilities but mm-hmm. something you could work towards yeah just trying to think what, what, no, I, never, what I can set myself to do what but set you? I, don't want I to... think couch to 5k type thing would yeah. be good for you um, I maybe so, um, without further ado, are we post-bagging? yeah, should we have a look at the post-bag? Go so we've we got um, one of the post-bag uh, that was sent to us going, uh, Hey Luke, I found it difficult trying to balance consistent exercising, like running and lifting, mm. on top of trying to manage my diabetes and ensuring I don't get a hypo, wow. especially in this heat. But I've done the thing and got some apps to help balance it all out, and now I'm doing an hour of day, an hour a day of running, and then weight dumbbell stuff the other day, the next day. Taking the right levels of insulin and food beforehand too. Bloody brilliant for mental health as well. That's fantastic. Wow, that is... So it's really uh, interesting, isn't it, about the... Well, I think we've talked about this just kind of in our chat as well, about like having things like apps, and we've, we've talked about that previously, things like that to assist it's, you. It's, in it's, kind it's, of, again, it's finding those tools and those things that, that help, help work for you. I mean, some people don't like that sort of stuff. I... You know, I personally don't want a personal trainer because I don't respond well to authority. Some mm. people really love that. I hate it. Right. So, yeah. you know, if I can just have sort of like the passive nagging of a small robot device, <laughs> a little bit like um, yeah. a, a frog from last week, uh, last episode, wanting a, a robot butler and every yeah. possible story. So I just, you know, I just need some tiny little robot nags to just go, oh, you know, you should do an exercise today mm. and this is what you should do. You know, I, I think those things are really super useful and especially well done for, for like uh, combining it with diabetes and c- taking control yeah. of that as well, yeah, which is, yeah. is massively important. But I think those apps, you're right, you know, they, they're the things that, they're the th- it's, it's, it's how you go about them. You know, you like you say, your personal preferences. Mm. I had, I think last summer, I was getting really, I was getting stressed a lot. It was really stressful, like mm. weekends and evenings and not being able to just like close my stress. And I, I found that my phone was really part, a massive part of it. Oh, wow. so sometimes it goes both ways. And actually, the first thing I did, and, and I've still done it since days, I turned all notifications off for everything apart from like WhatsApp, I think. And that, this was, is, this that is, was the best thing. This is super useful for me to know because when I try and arrange recording with Luke, <laughs> it takes fucking ages. And now <laughs> I know the only place. To, in fact, no, you, please you, write to me at you address. ghost me on WhatsApp all the time. Well, I, I and, get really... and actually, you reply to me far more if I get you on something else sometimes. So, oh, oh yeah, I've got you. I've, t- I've DM'd you before on other platforms mm. to try and get your attention. I'm quite good on Instagram, so usually mm. I lurk on Instagram quite a lot. That's like my go to. I will phone you. <laughs> no. 
No. I will. <laughs> I, just, I think you phoned me over the weekend, but I was really busy and I quickly handed it to someone else. You did. You I was like, I'm so busy. You handed it to Paddy. Yeah. <laughs> That's classic me. Yeah. I did call you back, though. I was really busy. You did. Time. You did call me back. I called um, you, which is quite big. I know. And, but you do know me, fair enough. <laughs> I'm fine calling you. No, I'm sat here without my trousers on. I mean, yeah. we know each other very well. <laughs> do you like competitiveness? Yeah. See, I don't, I don't like competitiveness. Yeah, no. that's part of the re- That's part of the reason. Sidetracking, but also staying on. On subject is that's part of the reason why, like when I cycle, I use cycling apps because they're really competitive. Oh, and now yes. it's really hard for me to be competitive because I'm on rental bikes, but I can be competitive with myself when I'm doing certain stretches. See, but that's that's okay. Competitive with yourself is fine. Trying to get a personal best is fine. You know, my my weight apps will tell me I've got a PB today that I've lifted heavier than I lifted before right. or whatever. Yeah, um, competing with yourself is fine. It's competing with other people that's absolutely not what you want to do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, especially uh, for like health and. I've not said this before, but there's a you know, a, 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 once I started running in races and things like that, there was always going to be a man in his seventies in a pair of tiny shorts who is faster than you. Oh no! And he will overtake you. Uh-huh. And you are going to have to deal with that. Oh. And, you know, and there will be, you, you just have to deal with it. Yeah. You know, you, you, the temptation will be to try and outrun the old man. And what yeah. you need to remember is he's been doing it for 50, 60 years. And he does it every day, all day, because he's yeah. retired. Well, he's like, and, yeah. you know, and also, it doesn't really matter. There is always going to be someone faster than you. Unless you're yeah. Usain Bolt, there is always going to be someone faster than you. And so you just have to be as fast as you can be yeah. and beat yourself. There's I love sports philosophy. I, I love that. I also love the mental image that wherever you might be working, going, doing, there is always a seventy-year-old man in lifted shorts that will go faster than you. He's always better than you. It might be saying targets in an Excel <laughs> spreadsheet. It might be running a marathon. Yep. But you will always go faster than you. That's it. Note. We've done the thing. We've done it. Episode six. Oh, there we go. Well done. See you next time. See ya. You've been listening to Doing The Thing with Luke Spillan and Chris Allen. Massive thanks to our special guest David Ames and to Blair Mauer for our lovely theme. Please drop us an email on doingthethingpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at doingthepodcast. And you can find all the places to listen to us at doingthethingpodcast.com forward slash subscribe. <laughs>